going well. It's been a long week. I am. That it has. Very glad to be uh, doing something more recreational. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I have been playing a lot of video games. Lately. Yeah. What games have you been playing? Mostly Rocket League. And when I don't want to be mad, I play uh, Resident Evil 7. Is is Rocket League super competitive? <laughs> Man, I, I've played real sports before and it's, I feel like I get more competitive playing that than I do anything else. Yeah. It's really fun though when you win, but when you, when you keep losing, I mean, I guess you could play not competitively, mm-hmm. but I don't really see a point in that. Is is the format of play just like single matches or do they do round robins or cups or how does it work? It's, it's single matches. You can play 3v3, 2v2, 1v1 competitively. And then there's also more party style modes where is, there's casual and which you can play all the competitive ways, but you can also play 4v4. You can play rumble, which has items. Does it match you versus players that you feel are pretty close yeah, talent, it, or is it all that, over the gamut? That's a point of contention um, online about their uh, how well they've designed their um, matchmaking, matchmaking and ranked system. But for the most part, you you get the same the same level player because you you get ranked by division and by type. So you could be silver, gold, platinum. But there's also four divisions in each one. Yeah, I I don't really get into online gaming that much. Uh, I think it's two things. One, I'm not very good at video games. Mm-hmm. I'm good at kind of figuring it out over time. And I really like the story. Right. So, and also I just feel like I get trolled a lot because I'm really bad at video games. Yeah, yeah. it's Rocket League especially. Uh, pe- people aren't very forgiving. <laughs> when you mess up so it makes you it actually makes you want to play play it better i guess but it's it's tough <laughs> and you have weapons uh well that's in rumble oh okay um, but i i pretty much just play competitive stuff now just it's just it's just more fun I yeah because it's harder yeah i think there is something to be said for the challenge and the social aspect of it yeah i mean i i live by myself so yeah i'm not i don't have someone to talk to besides my cats you're experiencing it with someone else even though no one's around yeah which is kind of cool but i i mean that that's why i switched back to resident evil because that is a crazy story and yeah it's also completely different yeah alex has been trying to get me to play that he's got the playstation 4 version yeah i i, I really want to get around to it but i feel like i'm i really need to finish horizon zero dawn yeah i'd and like to hear I've been, your thoughts on that yeah, it's a, it's a pretty amazing game. I think if it hadn't came out around the same time as Zelda, I think they could have maybe right. competed for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. I think this game's Game of the Year will probably be Zelda. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn has a lot of unique terrains and fighting styles. And also, it's uh, it's just such a big world, and it's a super interesting story. And at the point where I'm at right now, it's kind of giving a lot of backstory for why there are robot dinosaurs mm-hmm. and what happened to the world. And it's I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I've seen some gameplay from it. It looks pretty cool. What would you compare it to? Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of experience with open world role-playing games like that. 
I guess it's probably close to Skyrim, but then I haven't really spent a lot of time playing Skyrim. Maybe you should get it on the Switch when it comes out. Yeah, I definitely think that I will. Um, one thing that's weird about it compared to Zelda, you know, Link can climb anywhere in Zelda, and it's not that way in um, in Horizon Zero Dawn. Really? No, no. So, like, if there's a mountain, you can't climb it. And after coming off Zelda and trying to play that, it's like, oh, wait, there's so much stuff I can do yeah. in Zelda that I can't do here. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So you mentioned, so we're talking about Zelda. You brought something to show me. Yeah, yeah. My son got an amiibo, and it's the hooded Link horse amiibo. And it's pretty cool. So basically, it's kind of another feature of the Sheikah Slate. So when you're pulling up your different options, one is amiibo. And if you hold down the execute button, you can then tap the little figure to the right Joy-Con, and it will drop some kind of prizes for the day. It's usually some combination of food and some kind of uh, weapon or arrows or something of that nature. I think it's a really cool idea. Where'd you buy it from? Uh, he got it from Target, where most of the things in my life seem to come from. That's where I got my Switch. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I would I would like to see more or different designs, I guess. Yeah, so we, the whole reason that he got it is because he's doing the Trial of the Sword. Yeah. And we thought, maybe you can use them in there, because the Trial of the Sword, you essentially, you take, spoilers, you take the Master Sword and you put it back where you found it, and when you stick it in, um, it takes you to this series of levels. It's just basically waves of enemies of increasing strength and it's either 45 or 60 levels but when you get in there it's kind of like eventide island where gotcha. you lose all your stuff so you lose all your stuff and uh you gotta fight your way through and after i haven't seen it completed but i've heard that after it's completed then the master sword's always powered up to 60 which it's only powered up to 60 when you're in a temple or when the year oh it, when it glows yeah. 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 Actually, I, it may just be in Hyrule Castle that it glows because it knows you're you're going to fight Ganon. Oh, right. Yeah. Man, that game is so good. <laughs> it is so good. You need to finish it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you showed me how to use the amiibo on my Switch uh -huh. because now Zelda is in my Switch and I'll have to get it out of the box later. So. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> the trial of getting the video game out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough one sometimes. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> do you ever just look at your DVDs and just be like, I'm never using you? Yeah, that's the beauty of my Xbox is that I have an external hard drive connected to it that's a lot larger than the actual hard drive in the Xbox. Uh -huh. So I essentially doubled or quadrupled my storage. And I never run out now, so I just have a back catalog of games that I don't play. <laughs> yeah, I, I always wanted to do that when I had a PlayStation 3 and just put movies on it. But then it just became like, how often would I actually put new stuff on there? Right. Would it just be old stuff that I never listened to? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think the real solution is you have to have some kind of NAS storage. And, oh, and absolutely. Like, so, yeah, it would be really great if you had a NAS and, you know, it was running a Plex server. I think that's the best way to 
play your found media yeah on your tv someone showed me their their plex account and uh it was almost like netflix <laughs> yeah you so can share stuff. your library with other people right yeah yeah and um but the app itself is is set up a lot like netflix's or hulu or actually hulu on the xbox changed a lot i don't know if it changed on any other devices but the xbox version changed completely yeah, I don't actually have Hulu. I I pay for HBO Go and Amazon and Netflix. HBO or uh, sorry, um, Hulu's got some good stuff. They've got some good original content. Yeah, I heard that Apple is. Uh, they set aside a billion dollars this year to do, I think, ten shows or That's something. That's right. Yeah, I I hope that they don't put it in Apple Music. I think they need an Apple TV app. That's not right. just like the box. Yeah. And, um, and, and I, like a subscription. Yeah. Well, I mean, they already have that TV app and mm-hmm. they could just put their content in there. But for some right. reason, like for those shows, Planet of the Apps and Carpool Karaoke, that, that's have in you, Apple have Music. Have you watched any, any of those? No, I just can't bring myself no. to watch it. I have uh, not heard one good thing about it. No, it looks really bad. <laughs> so when you're here working during the day, do you prefer to use headphones or your speakers? I see that you have so, a, a couple monitors. Yeah, I have some JBL. Um, oh, I can't remember it, but they're they're eight inch um, in size. But I don't know. I, I guess I use those more. Yeah. Than, uh, than headphones. Sometimes it's nice to use headphones. I live by myself, so I use speakers more often because i don't have to use headphones yeah do you plug your phone into the speakers or do you just play stuff from your computer because i assume that you use a podcast app oh i use the apple podcast app so do those podcasts sync with itunes and with your phone yeah so anything everything you do on the podcast app on your phone syncs to itunes gotcha so it's it makes sense to use both of them. Yeah. For that for that reason at least. When I'm in my workspace, I always use AirPods. Yeah. I have AirPods in my ears most of the day because a lot of my work entails uh, a lot of conference calls and in the other times I'm either listening to music or podcasts or if I have my door open, one thing I do if I'm just kind of trying to go into the forges of solitude and work as I just put on like white noise mm. because sometimes when I'm listening to music, I like really get into the music. And if I, and I, if I'm listening to a podcast, it kind of splits my attention. So, oh yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Some, if it, it, I guess it depends on the, on the and podcast. I go through waves. Like sometimes I, I want to listen to podcasts and I work and I don't even notice. And mm-hmm. other times it's, just yeah, we've talked about that uh, before and <laughs> I'm trying to get back into comic books um after because we did uh the watchman series on on the a comic book podcast yeah if you guys haven't listened to that yet i'm gonna link that in this episode it's it, it was a really fun time yeah and uh after that i that was pretty intensive reading that fast that detailed you know uh-huh. and um i kind of moved away from reading podcasts for, or uh reading comic books for a couple weeks but i've got a lot that I need to read, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of video games. Like I said before, I have that back catalog on my mm-hmm. Xbox that I just haven't played. And there's a, 
I haven't even beat Zelda. You know, it's just the endless cycle of not finishing things. In my life. <laughs> yeah, I I have not been playing a lot of video games because I've been reading so many comics. So uh, we should switch. It, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of the opposite. I've been reading a lot of independent stuff from uh, Image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my go-to comics. for sure. I've been using a a reading app called Chunky for iPad, and if you if you're Anybody out there is looking for a really good way to read podcasts on an iPad, you should definitely check out Chunky. It's really cool. So how do you get your tech news? I kind of consume news a lot of the time. Like I'm either looking at New York Times because I have a, a digital subscription there. And so I really, they're kind of the only people I trust for national news. Right. And then for tech news, I use a service called Feedly. Yeah, you showed that to me a while back, and I I kind of stopped using it, but I, I got back into it once you yeah so reminded me yeah so how Feedly works is when Google Reader shut down, they let you export. Um, I think I think it was just a CSV of your of your RSS feeds, and then what and then you could import them with Feedly, and then Feedly has an RSS reader in a web browser. So I guess back to your original question, I think I get it in two places, either Twitter or Feedly. I feel like when I open Twitter, I'm not specifically looking for tech news. It's more just like, hey, what's going on in the world? Cultural news. Yeah, but I follow a lot of tech sources as well. So I see a lot of stuff in there. And then Feedly is, it's a backend service for aggregating web, uh, um, RSS feeds mm-hmm. and several apps have plugins to that, or you can just go to feedly.com and look at it on the website right. and you can add sources there. Yeah. It's, it's pretty great. The design's pretty simple and it loads fast. Yeah. Um, there are premium features that I don't use, but if you, I think you get different saving mechanisms and maybe like they cache stuff more mm. if you save it. Yeah. If you're a paid subscriber, but I don't do that. But it, it'll also serve it to other apps. So on iOS, I use an app called Reader, which is just, it's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used several different generations of it, and it also has a Mac app and an iOS app. And um, they're great. Mm-hmm. Are there certain sources that you prefer? For tech news over others yeah yeah so for tech news i get a lot of it from the verge and i yeah, also like too. to read uh mashable mashable's really good um i also follow a lot of apple sites like six colors which is jason snell's mm-hmm. um apple blog and then obviously daring fireball um I follow some of the like tech crunch for more of the what's going on in the market. Yeah. That yeah. kind of thing. I, I go to Engadget sometimes for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the guys who started The Verge, they were from Engadget. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you mentioned that to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like both of those websites. When when they left, it was a guy named Josh Topolsky and uh Neelai patel and when they left they started a, a blog called this is my next 
And it was just like, I think it was just on Tumblr. And then they started The Verge. And I, I don't know, I think it's probably the biggest tech news site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, I I start started out using Google, Google News a lot. And I still use it a lot. Um, they just recently updated the... The UI on their website. Um, let me find it. So not Google Reader, the actual mm-hmm. Google News. Google News, which oh, is okay. just a curator. And uh, in the tech, it, it you can choose what sources that you want, mm-hmm. what kind of um, information that you want. And you can have tagged uh, items that you always. So or, uh, what does it say? Headlines, yeah. So I'm sure that Google News has an Android and an iOS app too, right? Yeah, I I haven't really liked it that much on on the phone though. Well, the reason I bring that up is because I'm sitting here watching you look at Google News in a browser and I love reading Apple News on my iPad and why is there not an Apple News website where you can sign in with your Apple ID and just go to that? Well, I I use the Apple News app on my phone. Yeah, but it should it should have something for the desktop. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Is there not? No, there's not. And it's one of those things it's that you would bogus. never realize until like, oh, of course. Wow, I've never thought about about that before, but I would. I would love that on the desktop. You can even have a widget in the uh, today. It's also like I would also be happy if Apple put iMessages in iCloud too so that you could log into any computer and read your iMessages. Basically, I think the moral of the story is Apple needs to do Aren't a couple adding more. adding that in iOS 11? No, your messages sync from device oh. to device. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it's not it's not a web service like that. Yeah. I mean, it is a web service, but not in-browser web service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice to have a an Apple News app. Yeah, Apple should I step up just, their game there. Just go down here and just click on that, and then it's right here. But yeah, I, I like Google News um, for the most part. I like the related searches too. It looks really cool. I like the design. I always always like, like the design of Google stuff, but then if I'm too involved in it, like if I'm using Android and I just get too deep into it, I'm just like, ugh, can't do this. Yeah, I I don't mind Android, especially on that new um, Essential phone that's coming out. Yeah, so those reviews came out. I think we should talk about that a little bit. What do you What do you think about that? that display with having the little notch up there i don't mind it at all actually it doesn't it doesn't bother i think it's a little more of a novelty than anything but i think we know a little bit more since we last spoke about this topic since the reviews came out uh we've gotten to see how the ui kind of blends into it and it seems like android doesn't put really anything that you need in that space so it doesn't really matter yeah i mean apparently the new iPhone is going to have the same bulge, but actually bigger bulge. Yeah, at the top. Yep. Um, and I feel like iOS does put something very important there, and it's the clock. Yeah. So it's it, but it's going to be this interesting. Phone on Android, it's on the far right, so it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I wonder how they'll display things like VPN. I guess I guess they have enough space because in in iOS 11 they they changed the the, the, bar. Phone, the bar icon right or excuse me what was dots is now bars right i, yeah. I still mix that up yeah <laughs> yeah so that 
that takes down some. They'll probably put it on the left. Actually, no, I don't know. They'll probably put it on the right if they put it on one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. I do think that the uh, I do think that the clock not being there will be a little bit strange. that kind of brings us to our next topic we've both been using ios 11 on our main phones yeah you have the 7s or 7 plus sorry and then i have the 6s plus yes and uh so what have your thoughts been day to day i like it it's pretty fast i've had a few bugs because it's the beta but you know it's a it's they're not system crashing they're just some apps are really slow or some UI uh, defects. Um, overall, I think it's a little bit more cohesive mm-hmm. aesthetically. When you go to the music app, mm-hmm. you have that big bold font. You go to the uh, mail app, you have the big bold font. Yeah, podcast big... app. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it seems very consistent and more cohesive. And I didn't know how I felt about the big boxy letters in all the apps, but it does kind of, it just gives a unified feel to the UI. I think it was weird at first because it was in the news app and they also use that in the music app Mm -hmm. and seeing it in all of their main apps like that, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And it's, and you just brought up a great point when you're scrolling through the card list, if Apple's apps are open, it does it just is a better visual cue for what you're looking at. Yeah. But what I, what I wish would happen. And there were some videos that leaked is when you double tap and go into multitasking mode, there was a leaked video that showed control center would be another card over here. Oh, and that was really cool. You know, I was wondering if they're going to do anything on the right side of the screen. Cause I feel, I feel like there should be, cause that's where the home tab would be mm-hmm. whenever you were in multitasking screen yeah in the in the multitasking screen yeah and now it's not obvious that you have to like tap on the side so in some ways they made the ui more obvious and i feel like in other ways they obfuscated some of the net some of the different navigation paradigms right so on the ipad you have drag and drop right mm-hmm. i heard that that was coming to the iphone version as well um i heard not that? i'm not sure if it works with the icons on the home screen, hold on. No. So on iOS 11 on the iPad, if you pick up one icon, like you're going to rearrange, when you press and hold it, you, you can tap other icons and then it'll just go to your finger and then you can move them to a separate page, mm-hmm. which is kind of useful. Yeah. Um, you think they'll add that in, in the final version? I don't know. Or if they can. Would it make sense on the on the iPhone? I think it would. I just don't know what else it affects and why they would leave it out. It seems like it probably has some other dependency or would change something else mm-hmm. they didn't want to change. One thing that they really improved was how you can manage the space on your device. Yeah, that's that's my absolute favorite. Yeah. Have you dug into messages at all? So, like, when you go to general and... um iPhone storage, you can get really granular under the messages app and actually see all the attachments that have been sent to you. Right. Yeah. And you can see 
by size, which one's the largest. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, I have four gigs of just animated GIFs on here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, the biggest one for me was finally making the move to iCloud Photo Library. Mm-hmm. And with this, I, w- I could see how much. It was like 23 gigabytes. Wait, so why why did you hold off on using that for so long? I just, well, I, I had the 128 gigabyte phone, so I didn't really, I still had like 10 gigabytes, I think. Do you, because you do so much with really big, fancy cameras, do you use your iPhone camera less? No, I use it all the time. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's not a bad camera. It, it, it's crazy to think that you have it in your phone, in your pocket. Yeah. On your phone at all times. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, iCloud photo library is one of, and, and in combination with the photos app, it's the one thing that really unites your Mac and your phone in a way that's, I mean, it exists in other apps, but it's just so important to offload your photos and back them up. So the fact that you have that turned on, the best part about it is it's almost like you have three copies in every at all times, because you've got one on your computer, one in the cloud, one on your right. phone. So it's it just gives you a little bit more security. If mm-hmm. one device gets destroyed, it doesn't really matter. And everybody's pictures are their most important thing. So I think it's almost like they provided a backup solution for people that don't know what a backup solution is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of backing up, I also recently upgraded to Sierra. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of, I'm saving space by putting a lot of stuff in iCloud. Yeah. But it's taking forever. Oh I yeah. Feel like. Does yeah. it does it do I have to keep my computer on the whole time for it to cuz every time I open my computer it feels like it's in the same spot on that little wheel. I mean it depends on your internet speed. Sometimes it takes forever. I use I use a service called Backplace mm-hmm. and I have maybe 400 gigs of stuff, probably 300 of which is not movies. <laughs> and um, I don't back up the movies, but I back everything else up constantly. Right. And the f- initial backup took like a week. Mm-hmm. The, the be- because I'm always with, on crappy internet. If I was the, on really good internet, I'd be the great. The beauty with iCloud is the ease of putting something in iCloud and not in iCloud if you want it to um because it's just like another file or folder on your computer yeah yeah it's really great uh i love that the desktop syncs across because if you ever have anything on your desktop i hate having stuff there but occasionally i will let one or two files be there Mm -hmm. because i need them or i need them to be at the forefront of my mind and i love that you can go into the files app on ios 11 and all your stuff's there Mm -hmm. I, i I really want Apple to make iCloud a service that completely backs up every file on your Mac mm-hmm. at all times and make that available to you on your phone. I mean, it's just, it seems like the most natural integration. And right. I feel like all of the devices that we use should not be the truth. The truth should be in the cloud. And we're just accessing that by whatever terminal is most convenient for us. Right. Storage is not really going to be enough. Yeah, like local storage. I like to have tons of local storage and tons of cloud storage. Yeah. I'm not like an all cloud guy. I want it. I want it all right. everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I keep an eight terabyte drive on my desktop just so I yeah. can back up everything. Yeah, see that that would be such overkill for me. But I want it. I, I would I would figure out some use for it. But my my backups my local backup solution is I just do a time machine backup once a week and then use continuous backblaze oh, yeah. in iCloud. Well, I use time machine and I, but I also want when I want to offload stuff that I'm not really going to use. And uh, it would take forever to upload to iCloud stuff that was on my desktop, just taking up space. I put that all on that drive and I'll back up that drive soon. But, um, but yeah, it's nice to have time machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and one other cool feature of iOS 11, and I don't know if you've seen this one yet, is if you turn on the SOS mode and you double tap your your power button five times, it asks you if you want to call emergency services and plays this noise. And then the other great thing is when... That's a terrifying sound. Yep. And then when you try to unlock your phone again, it temporarily disables Touch ID. Oh, wow. So what's really useful is like if you were about to go into, let's say you're traveling and you're going into a country that you're not really sure what the policies are. In a lot of countries, they can compel you to to put your finger on something to unlock your phone, but they can't take a password out of your head. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an added layer of security and that you can also touch id really fast so if someone is trying to rob you and steal your phone you know yeah totally so what was it it was like counting down what was it doing on the screen yeah so it's after you do five taps of the power button it calls down and then it it starts counting down to call 911 oh okay i see well that's pretty cool yeah, it's a pretty interesting feature. Does it, it does it on the, the lock screen and everything. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the new app store? Uh, you know, I n- honestly don't ever download apps anymore. Oh, yeah. You've, you've, you've reached your final set of apps. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't ever have any need for anything else. Yeah. But I like I like the design a lot. I think the games and apps separate is a good idea. Yeah, I think it makes apps shine more because there's so many freaking games, mm-hmm. and they get so many more downloads than like a you know a text editor. Do you play games on your iPhone? Um, especially after getting a Switch. You know, I've been playing Mini Metro, which is a great game. It's like you you basically build a little subway system, and it's all different kinds of locations all over the world, like. Sydney and Paris and Rome and a lot of other places and it's really cool. I used to play a lot of games. I like this today view with the cards. It, it's reminiscent of the uh, the news app a little bit. Oh yeah, and the the screen recording is really convenient for yeah like if if you're watching a video and you're and you're like man i wish i could just have a little recording of this and send it right you can just record and send so maybe you could just find movies on your iphone and just Mm -hmm. record them by using the screen recorder yeah or if you wanted to quickly record a youtube video you could do that too Mm -hmm. yeah i 
I've used it a few times. The quality of it is is not the best, but is it not? Is it not the resolution of the screen? Is it not 1080p? Because the screen's 1080p. Well, I know, but it, it's com- it's compressing it too. Uh, and it saves it, so okay. That that's what I mean by quality. Yeah. Um. Whenever whenever you uh, if you use QuickTime on the desktop, you mm-hmm. can. I don't know. Have you done that where you you can like? No, record? I never have. Let me uh, let me show you what I'm talking about. So yeah, you plug your your phone to your computer. You open Quick QuickTime. You go to File, New, uh, Move Your Recording, and then you, it's going to use your webcam. But then you just select your phone. Sometimes it doesn't work at first. There we go. Oh, that's you can awesome. also use that. This is how I, if I read comics on my phone, this is how I read them. Cause I can actually, I just, it, my phone becomes just a, a device, like a mouse space or a mouse pad uh-huh. or a trackpad. And, uh, and it's basically just the phone up on your computer screen, but you can record this too. You can also record the audio out of your computer. You should send me a screenshot of that. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, so you can record your phone that way and it's, uh, as good a quality as you can possibly get from a from mm. recording your iPhone. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, they, Apple really makes it easy. But the convenience of having it right in your control center whenever you want is pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, not everybody has a Mac, so it does make right. it easier for people to record. So was there anything that was in iOS 10 that's not in iOS 11? That you think should be there, or are, are there any features that you think should have been more improved that weren't improved? That's a good question. I thought they were going to give some more love to the widgets. Yep. Well, they did. They gave they gave a tiny little bit of love to the Apple News widget in that you can play video on your lock screen. Have you seen that yet? It's really cool. Oh, no, I have not. Yeah, so every now and then, if you're using the Apple News widget... You'll go to it, and one oh, of the wow. stories will be a video, and then you can just play it right in line. Also, one of my favorite things that they've done is the video player. Yes, not having the volume in the way. Yeah, it's so it, it's great. more it's it's more fleshed out. I think it, it feels more like a, a a video player than what was there before. Yeah, the old video player was just getting really long in the tooth. Exactly. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like this is just easier to use and it looks nicer. It's less mm-hmm. intrusive. You know, yeah, I feel like you're, totally. when you watch, when you watch the video on the, uh, the old player, it felt like you were locked into it. Mm-hmm. You had to watch it. You had to, cl- if, if it's, I don't know, it's just more, more work than it should be. And this is just makes it so much easier. Yeah. I used to think that YouTube's play controls were way better, but now I think that the, I think that the iOS 11, the native controllers are even better. Well, probably, I mean, I mentioned before in another episode, but the Apple Music for You section has changed with uh, Friends, and that's still probably my favorite part of iOS 11. Yeah, I don't really have a ton of Friends on there yet, so I'm interested to see where it will be after everybody has it. Because it, there's there's only a few options for it. You can share your playlists. You can share what you're listening to. Like the last, everything you listen to will be in the, can be in the listen, listening to, um, and you can see your followers and, um, 
and go to their profiles and stuff like that. But I feel like there's a lot more that they could do with this. Yeah, I agree. I really am disappointed that they removed the edge gestures. So you used to be able to press on on the bottom uh, left-hand corner, and it would kind of take you into multitasking mode. Oh, yeah. And that's gone. I used to do that all the time, and now it's not there. Yeah. I don't love that. Why did they take that away? I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's not like it was taking away functionality from something else. Yeah, I feel like the multitasking, they almost slimmed it down too much by removing the home screen mm-hmm. and then uh, taking away the edge gestures. It just seems like the multitasking is not as good now. I feel like it will be fine if they add something Yeah, that's going to be useful. Yeah. Well, it seems like we're really late in the game. <laughs> yeah. So I think we'll see if they add it, but I feel like the updates are coming more quickly, and I that usually means that they're getting towards the end, I think. Yeah, did you update to public beta 6? Yes. I think the only change I noticed was in the Messages app. The app icon is a little different. Yeah, I don't think that. I noticed any, any changes in this latest one. I'm sure there were a few. Well, was there anything else that we wanted to get to? Yeah, so what about the Eclipse? Man, that we, was we crazy. haven't had a chance to really talk about it yet, and I wanted to ask you where you were at and what you were doing. I was working from home, so there's this hill, this slight hill right across from my apartment, and I went out there and sat about 15 minutes before totality. It's pretty crazy that we got a chance to see it in the path of totality. I know, especially there was, for me, there was no cloud coverage, and... Mm-hmm. There's it a few like clouds a, for me, but yeah, it looked like a textbook. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. So uh, I went out there about 15 minutes before totality. I, w- I went out there about 30 minutes after it it started, and it was pretty cool. But there, you know, there's not really much to to look at. Once it gets closer and closer to totality, and you did have glasses. Yeah, I had some glasses. Um, I went ahead and threw them away because. I don't, I'm never never going to use those again. I mean, the next one is in 2024. No, I've, man. I, I saw a post on Instagram that was that said somebody wanted to just save them and sell them for like $150 in 2024 as vintage 2017 <laughs> Eclipse glasses. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. I, I mean, it, it can't hurt, I guess, <laughs> to try. But yeah, so I went out there, sat down for, for a bit. It was it was hard to look at because it was straight up in the sky, so it, I didn't really have a good chair to lean back in. I didn't want to lay down on the ground. Um, but man, once it once it hit totality, and you can take off your glasses, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. So I was at I, I took the day off. Um, I think I originally sent you a calendar invite for the eclipse in probably like 2014. Or earlier, like 2015, maybe. You know, I I think I got it, but I, I got it like after for some reason. Hmm. Well, anyway, so it's been on my mind for a long time, and I I wanted to take the day off. And Lyric was out of school, so what we did was we had the goggles, and we go got Corona because what other beer you couldn't drink when you're able to see the the Corona. <laughs> And uh, Whitney got a, a 
telescoping lens for her iPhone, and she cut up some of the one pair of glasses and made a filter for it. And she was able to get some really cool pictures. Um, but yeah, so right when it started at about 1130, we went out there and you could see just the slightest sliver. Mm -hmm. But it was still weird because you're just like, it's black. That's not supposed to be there. Yeah. And uh, so it really took two hours for it to cover the face of the, mm -hmm. of the sun. And we were outside pretty much the whole time yeah we were we were gonna go downtown to the sound stadium mm. and watch it but i bet that was gonna be crowded yeah yeah but yeah, because of the crowds we just decided to stay home and um so as the day progressed we just watched the weird shadows and yeah uh, that was that was one of the craziest things was the lighting was really harsh and it was weird because the sun was just straight up above me but yeah. there were shadows like it was right in front of me, like yeah. ground level. I mean, it was weird. Yeah. The, it, it didn't, I thought it would be more like twilight or something, but it was just very strange. It was just like they turned down the light. It was, it was still kind of apparently daytime. It had like a daytime mm. feel, but. Well, because the, the sun is usually light is coming from the whole sun and this is just a sliver of it so it's a lot more focused mm -hmm. and it's the sunlight isn't coming from everywhere like it normally is yeah is it because the gravity of the moon is bending it more towards i'm not really sure yeah about that i'm not i'm not smart enough that, for that does but... go to the science though yeah no yeah. less less tech than, yeah than science here but if it was it was cool it was really cool. I guess I've seen partial. What was the last partial eclipse? I don't know. I, I know that it's happened in my life, and I, but I, I don't think I paid attention before because yeah. it, totality never happened. So right. if you've never been in totality, it's like I think the last one was nineteen seventy nine. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I heard a few different dates, and I could never figure out what was the actual truth. So I'm not. I'm not sure. Well, what I was amazed by was just how when when it got to about fifty percent coverage, like it started to get cooler. Oh and, yeah, and you couldn't really tell it at was that hot point. That day too. Yeah, and you couldn't really tell at that point that half the sun was covered up. I mean, un unless you have the the glasses on, you don't know at all. Did you Did you peek at all? I did. I I I, did I, I, I peeked. <laughs> I peeked just to see, um, and. I couldn't see the... It's just, it just like a flashlight. Yeah. Um, and then when totality happened, uh, me and my family like shouted and jumped up and down and our whole neighborhood was freaking out. I, it, it was like nothing uh, we've ever seen. It was, yeah. it was amazing. It's a pretty great distraction from, from the, everything that's going on in the yeah. world. But Yeah, it was like two hours of peace. Yeah, it's weird. It was a very weird situation. Did you hear any animals? I heard some weird bird sounds behind me, but I don't yeah. know if that was related or not. No, the birds were freaking out in my neighborhood. It it sounded they they totally did not know. But then, you know, our our cat Sammy, she was outside and she did not care at all. <laughs> she gave no Fs about the eclipse. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah.